Right. Good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of the living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is September 9th, 2021 and week 136. If you're new around here, welcome to Joy in the Midst of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in, week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, as you can see from the title, we'll be talking about the renewing of your mind. So I'm not going to waste any more time. There will be no further prolonging of the message tonight. So I'm going to pass it over and put it into the hands of Minister Tony Banks. We can teach us, tell us about the word. I hope you guys get something out of it. Thank you, Melvin. Uh, we will go into a word of prayer. If you guys are able to join us, we uh, plead with you to definitely do so. Gracious Lord, thank you for another opportunity. Lord, we thank you for being such an amazing, a kind, a loving God. Lord, we thank you for all the many blessings that you have continually poured out to us, Lord. The things that we don't deserve, nothing. We don't deserve any of the things that you've given, Lord. So continue to give us a mind to be humble, to be thankful, to be grateful, Lord. We're asking that no matter what happens to us in this life, we will continue to remember that we have a reason to be joyous. There's reason to be joy in the midst of every storm. Lord, continue to lead and guide us into all truth. Continue to just be with us, Lord. We're asking for you to continue to be with our loved ones, our family members, so many people going through so many hard times. Lord, we're asking that you would continue to be with them, continue to strengthen them, continue to raise them up each and every day, giving them the strength, the encouragement, whatever it is that they're needing at this hour, Lord, to make it another day's journey. For so many of us, it gets hard sometimes. So, Lord, we're asking that you would just continue to give us the right mindset. Lord, help us with every attack that the devil throws our way. Help us to be courageous and strong. So, Lord, we're praying all of these blessings in your holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So tonight uh, we are talking about the renewing of your mind. I was thinking about this. We're going to read it uh, in Romans chapter 12 here in verse 2. Um Let's go ahead and read that. And be not conformed to this world, mm -hmm. but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be not conformed to this world. You know, I was. Uh, you can't help but find out things that are going on in the world sometimes, even if you're not trying, uh, because we just so happen to be in the world. And so even after we find out some of the things that may be taking place in the world, he says, be not conformed to it. Don't change to what the world does, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I begin to think about the renewing. So we know, especially uh, if you have. The, uh, completed any schooling you know when we re when you put the uh, suffix re on something it means over again we know new means it's something brand new it's something over again and so i was thinking about the renewing 
of our mind. I began to think about how from the beginning, God placed into Adam and Eve, placed into them a mind. And he told them not to miss with the tree of good and evil. He told them not to eat of that tree. And so after they did, they gained a new mind. They now were exposed to good and evil. And so now he tells us we need a renewing of our mind because now we understand good and evil. And before Christ, we continue to make the wrong decision. We continued in sin. The Bible tells us all that became that came before Jesus were thieves and robbers. That covers everybody. Because they did not have his spirit. And so now we have an opportunity to renew our mind. So I began to think about that. He's trying to transform our minds. But we see even the devil from the very beginning. He's working on transforming our minds, too, because he did it all the way back in the garden. He transformed the minds of Adam and Eve. He caused them to believe something contrary to God. The Lord told them the day you eat of the tree, you'll surely die. And the devil went to work to transform their minds. He said, no, no, that's not going to happen. He knows that when you do, you'll be like him. So he went to work on transforming their minds. We're still living in a world today where the devil is working on transforming our minds. Wanting us to believe and think contrary to what God says at all times. He's wanting us to go against the very God that created us because that's what the devil did himself. He said he would be like the most high God. He would exalt his throne above God's throne. His mind was transformed. When we think about his story, he started out in heaven. But his mind was changed. And now he's trying to work on changing our mind. So Paul says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. We're, we're dealing with two different mindsets, the mind of the world or the mind of God. So now let's go and get real quickly here. First Corinthians chapter two. And I don't believe I want to stay there alone. 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 10. The renewing of your mind. God is trying to teach us some things, help us to understand some things. But this is how he has to do it for us. All right. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. It's going to take the spirit of God to renew our minds. It's going to take it. Without his spirit, it's impossible. 
for our minds to be truly changed. Yeah, you can make a small change here or there. Sure, you can make a small change without the spirit of God. Without being in field, let me put it that way, with the spirit of God. But he wants to give it to us so it can dwell in us and completely transform our minds. But there's a battle on our hands because the devil is wanting to do the exact same thing. And we're seeing it go each and every day of our lives. We're seeing it happen each and every day of our lives. You know, I was I was approached by some people. And they began to talk to me about how. After. The apostles died. After the apostles died, they said there was no true church left on earth. All the way up until the 1800s. I can't remember what year, but some year in the 1800s where God once again appeared to a prophet and told him to start the true church. I'm reminded of the scripture where Paul said, but if our gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost. There were true churches even in the 1800s. Someone just did not have the understanding or the revelation of it. Somebody didn't have the revelation. And even today, somebody doesn't have the revelation of the true church of God. But it's going to take the spirit of God to reveal it to us. But we have a fight because the devil is blinding our minds. We can't see what the truth is. So let's read that again, Melvin. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. He's revealed it by his spirit. Drop down to the next verse. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? He said, what man knows the things of a man except a man's spirit is in him? What woman is going to know the things of a woman except the spirit of that woman? It's impossible. You know, I can't know. I will not fully know what it's like to be a woman because I'm a man. That's what he's trying to explain to us. Read that next part for me, man. Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Even us. We will not understand God except we get his spirit. That's the only way we're going to know him. Except we get his spirit. See, I won't be able to know what life is like for an alligator. I won't be able to fully know that. Sure, I can look and see what well, this is what they do. But I don't have that spirit in me. But, you know, the devil is working on transforming us. He's working on transforming our minds to think we're something we're not. You know, I was I was I was looking at that, thinking about that. The devil. From the beginning has been trying to change us in the book of Romans. The scripture said Paul said we believe it to be Paul. He said. 
they change the truth of God into a lie. That's the devil wants to change things. You know, God wants us to change and the devil wants us to change from God's ways. They change the truth of God into a lie. He's trying to transform us. God is trying to transform us. And the devil is trying to transform us. Even here, he said, what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of a man which is in him? Even today, the devil is working on men and women, trying to change them, wanting them to change. A man, he said, you know what? Wouldn't it be nice if you were a woman? You know, he's working on changing, transforming. We just call it transgender today, Melvin. He's working on transforming your mind. That's all he's doing. He's changing your mind. Scientists might tell you you were born that way, but it's just a change going on in your mind. That's what he did to Eve and Adam in the beginning. He worked on changing their minds. That's all the devil can do. He can't change the anatomy, the things that God put in place. Even from the beginning, Jesus told us in the book of Matthew, he said, a man will leave his mother and father and cleave to his wife. The devil can't change that. But what he can change, he can't change what's happened. But what he can change is someone's mind. And that's what he's doing right now. He's working on minds. You know, I really don't keep up with a lot of things that go on in the world. I mean, I kind of see them or someone tells me about it or I hear it. Uh, I may overhear it from certain people. And so I was seeing how, well, I was told how uh, a famous rapper, how he was uh, basically pretending to be pregnant. This is nothing but the devil transforming people's minds. A, a man being pregnant. We know that's not God. That's not what God is about. But it is something. And, and I, the reason I wanted to get on that was because I was told how even younger, younger children who were gay, they were happy about this and they were thankful that somebody else has come out because they felt it made it easier for them. But somebody has to stand against this. Somebody has to, because it's nothing but the enemy fighting and attacking minds. That's what he's doing. And so Paul tells us, he said, do not be conformed to this world. Those are things of the world because God never established that. He said, be not conformed to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We have to have a change of mindset to understand that those things are not right. And it's not just about being gay. It's about all sin. The Bible tells us.
because all unrighteousness is sin. That includes fornication. That includes male and female fornication. It includes all of it because there are so many Christians who are against homosexuality, but they're not against fornication. They're not against that. I've seen so many Christians, they'll be against a gay man, but they're okay with being with multiple women. All unrighteousness is sin. We're okay. We're against homosexuality, but we're not against being drunk. All unrighteousness is sin. So the scripture tells us, be ye not conformed to this world. But we have to all take a stand against all sin. We have to take a stand against all sin because that is nothing but the enemy attacking. He's fighting. But we will not be able to know what God truly wants except we receive the spirit of God. He told us his word is his spirit. So we have to go to the word and see what his word has to say about it. So let's finish. I think we did finish it up here. Let, let's actually go to Romans chapter one. And let's start at verse 18 there. Go up to 16. Let's start at 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. If I were, God knows I'd stop preaching it. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Uh-huh. For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it. You know, everything we're talking about, if you believe it, you can be saved. See, we think it's all about just believing that Jesus existed. It's more to it than that. Will you believe that what he says is wrong is wrong? Will you believe that what he says is right is right? That's what he wants you to believe. All scripture is inspired by God. So we must believe it all and not be ashamed. Go ahead, man. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. Mm -hmm. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As his, it, his truth is revealed from faith to faith. This is a hand-me-down. This is passed down from generation to generation. His truth. So I could never accept that after the apostles died, good God Almighty, after the apostles died, the true church ceased to exist on earth. That's what the devil wants you to think so you can come up with your own religion. That's what he wants you to think. He wants you to be transformed. But that's not what the scripture tells me. Paul taught so many. We find Timothy, Titus, he taught people about the gospel of Christ. Jesus taught the 11, told them to go and baptize, teaching all nations. Somebody's wanting to transform your mind into thinking, into believing something that's false. 
This is the world that we live in. Be not conformed to this world. Go ahead, Mel. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Mm -hmm. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. For the wrath of God. You know, we don't think about God's wrath very much. <laughs> we only think about God's love. We don't think about the wrath. Jesus is not only the Lamb of God, he's also referred to as the Lion out of the tribe of Judah. We've seen the Lion come out of him when he went in the temple and saw some crookedness going on. He gets upset with, with unrighteousness. So he said, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Uh-huh. Who hold the truth and unrighteousness. People that know the truth and hold on to it and still do wrong. Now, I've been there. I have been there. I thank God that he stopped me from doing that. Before I experienced any more wrath. I don't need any more wrath from God. I don't want to be on that side of him. But he said his wrath is revealed from heaven we've seen this what do we think the flood of noah was about his wrath god was fed up with unrighteousness and that included way more than homosexuality you know people act as if homosexuality is the only sin in the world you have christians that act that way man they act as if this is the only sin in the world while they're sleeping with multiple people all unrighteousness is sin. As they ride down the street listening to the new Drake album. All unrighteousness is sin. All unrighteousness is sin. He said, be not conformed to this world. Everything we're doing as Christians, we're following after the world. We're not following after God. So he says, the wrath of God is revealed. All right, let's keep going here. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. They know the truth, and they still won't do the truth. Let's drop down to verse 24. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts mm -hmm. to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. God is allowing us to dishonor our own selves because we know the truth and we won't do the truth. You know, I've talked to, I remember talking to someone and they began to talk about the tattoos that they were going to get. And somehow it ended up getting around to me to see how I felt about it. And I always approach things not from Tony's perspective, but from what the word of God says. He told us not to put any cuttings or markings on our body. He told us not to do it in the book of Leviticus. I believe it was chapter 19 and 26. He told us not to do it. And so it becomes 
unrighteous to get the tattoos. But we don't feel that way, man. We say, well, I don't see nothing wrong with it. I'm sure you don't. Because we need the spirit of God. That's why we don't see anything wrong with it. Because we need his spirit to reveal it to us. See, a revelation is not something that you already knew. A revelation is something that you did know. That's what a revelation is. We need his spirit to reveal it to us. We need God to reveal, why shouldn't I do this, God? Is this wrong? We need him to reveal it. So because we know the scripture, we know what it says and we know it's not right. But we say, well, I just don't see nothing wrong with it. So he allows us to be unclean so you can dishonor your own body. All while saying, I love the Lord. Read that verse again for me, Mel. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts. This was our lust. We said, this is just what I want to do. I don't care what you have to say about it. You, we have a lust for things. And so we can't get that lust out of our heart. So God says, fine. He said, go ahead and do it. You just do it then. That doesn't mean there's not going to be a consequence to pay price, a price to pay. There's consequences to our actions. He said the wrath of God is revealed from heaven. Now, we don't want <laughs> we don't want God's wrath from heaven. I'm this is what the flood was about. There was unrighteousness all over the world in many different forms, murder, lying stealing, fornication, homosexuality, so many things that God was against. And so his wrath was revealed. And he still feels the same way today. He's still upset with unrighteousness. He has not changed that. Let's read now. To dishonor their own bodies between themselves. To dishonor your own body. Your own body. He said in one place, if we defile God's temple, that person God's going to destroy. That's what he told us. But let's keep reading, man. Who changed the truth of God into a lie. We changed it. Because of our own lust, because of stuff we want, and nobody's going to tell us otherwise. I can do what I want. We're grown. <laughs> but we're dishonoring our bodies because society and the world says it's okay to do it. Because a church that we go to says it's okay to do it. But did God say that? Let's keep reading, man. And worshipped and served the creature more than the creator, mm -hmm. who was blessed forever. Amen. All right. For this cause, God gave them up into vile affections. Mm -hmm. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Even the women changed their natural use 
into that which is against nature. Now we know a woman becoming a man. Now that's completely against nature. If it were not, then why are they taking testosterone pills? Why are they taking testosterone shots? It's against nature. We know a man being a woman is against nature. If they were not, why is he taking estrogen? It's against nature. Why is he going to get implants? It's against nature. That's what he's telling us. But somebody's holding the truth in unrighteousness. We know it's wrong. We know what the scripture says, but we're still going to say, well, that's my son. And my son, I feel like he should be able to do what he wants to do. Well, that's my daughter. Well, that's my friend. It's okay that that's your friend. I have friends who are gay. I have friends who commit fornication. I have friends that commit all sorts of sin. But I still stand for what God says. Because I'm not going to allow my friendship with this person, the love I have with my family, my friend, whomever it is, to cause me to be lost. Because I know God said it's wrong. If they say, Tony, we're going to get a tattoo of a cross in a Bible verse, I'll still say don't do it. Because that's what he said. He said don't do it. Because that is being conformed to this world. So we need the renewing of our mind. Our minds have to be changed. But the only way is if we receive the spirit of God. If we don't receive it, none of this matters. So they left the natural use. Go ahead, Mel. And likewise. Likewise. Mm -hmm. Also the men. Now let's see what the man started doing. Mm -hmm. Leaving the natural use of the woman. He said, I don't want a woman no more. Mm -hmm. Burned in their own lust one toward another. Lust for another man. He left the woman. And that's who God gave the man. We know from the very beginning. God caused a deep sleep to come upon Adam, created the woman and presented him to her. Excuse me, presented her to him. But now. The man said, look, God, that just ain't what I like because of his own lust. Left the natural use. Go ahead, Mel. Men with men working that which is unseemly. And we know it don't seem right. It don't seem right. We know it's we know it's not right. But because we love somebody, see, it's okay to love them and still stand for what God said. That's what he's looking for. God doesn't want you to hate somebody. In that case, we would hate every single person on this earth because all have sinned. All have sinned. So he doesn't want you to hate, but he wants you to stand for what's right. So he said, 
they're doing and working that which is unseemly uh-huh. and receiving in themselves that recomp- recompense of their error, which was meat. They're going to receive the reward for it. And it's not a good reward. I can tell you that. Let's see what he says. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, they didn't want to hear what God had to say about it. Mm hmm. God gave them over to a reprobate mind mm-hmm. to do those things which are not convenient. Now, if God gives up on you, who can help you? God gave them over to a reprobate mind, a mind that they cannot tell what's right and what's wrong. That's what a reprobate mind is. If God gives you over to the devil, what more can you do? We found his wrath revealed all the way back in Sodom and Gomorrah. His wrath was revealed where he rained down fire and brimstone. It, now, I want to make it clear. It was not only because of homosexuality. I feel like that's something that's. It has been. uh Pictured as if it were only because of that. But that's not so. It's because of all the sins. But he highlighted homosexuality so we would know it's wrong. That's why he did it. But that was not the only sin. Because there's sin all around. And it's way more than homosexuality. I can tell you that. But I want to go there. While we're on the subject, I want to go there to Genesis chapter 19. Because I want to point out how the devil is transforming the minds of God's people. And what's so sad is not just older people. He's working on the minds of our youth. That's scary. He's working on the minds of young. So now let's read here. Let's start at uh, verse one and we'll drop down to save some time. Let's start at verse one. And there came two angels to Sodom at even and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom and Lot seeing them rose up to meet them. And he bowed himself with his face toward the ground Two. Angels, two angels come down to Lot. Now, this is Abraham's nephew, Lot. God has already told Abraham that he's going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. He's already told him this. See, you know, God has already told us he's going to destroy this world. And we have ignored him. He's giving us time to be saved. He's giving us an opportunity to escape the same way he did for Lot. He gave him an opportunity to escape. But we have to take that opportunity. So two angels went down to meet him. Let's go to verse two. And he said, behold, now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house. And tarry all night. He said, wait here all night. You can stay here all night. Stay here. Uh Uh-huh. And wash your feet. 
and ye shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street they all said, night. They said, No, we're going to stay out here all night to observe what's going on in this place. We're going to stay here and just watch and see what wickedness people are doing. But Lot said, No, don't do that. Go ahead. And he, and he pressed upon them greatly. He said, don't do that. Mm -hmm. And they turned in unto him and entered into his house. And he made them a feast and did bake unleavened bread. Now, he was a good house warmer. He made them food. His wife probably cooked, but he made sure they got food. All right. And they did eat. But before they lay down. Before they got a chance. To hit the sack, somebody said. Before they got a chance to lay down their heads. Uh-huh. The men of the city, even the men of Sodom, come past the house around. Somebody seen them, Melvin. Somebody seen them standing outside. You know what happens, especially if you are from a small town. You know everybody in town. See, I come from a small town. And when you know everybody... You automatically know somebody that's new. You're like, man, who is that? You're wondering. I've never seen them around here before. So before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, Sodom, uh-huh. Compassed the house round. Mm -hmm. Both old and young. Now look at that. Both old and young. You know, we're moving back to this same thing today. You, you, not only do you have older people suffering from the spirit of homosexuality, it's an attack on our, on our minds. That's what it is. That's why he said our minds need to be renewed. If the devil had never caused Adam and Eve, persuaded Eve to eat of the tree, and Adam to follow suit. If he never did that, we wouldn't even have to worry about these things. There would be no homosexuality. There would be no murder. There would be no lying. There would be no stealing. There would be no cursing somebody out. There would be no pride. There would be none of these things. There would be no sweating. We wouldn't sweat. We wouldn't get tired. We wouldn't have all the problems that we have in the world if they had not sinned in the beginning. But now we have here both old and young. They've come past around this house. They're surrounding man's house. Now look at this wickedness. What are they doing? All because they seen two angels in the form of men. Two angels in the form of men come down to Lot's house. Now both old and young. You know, this is exactly the way that the world is going. We have not just older people suffering from this spirit. We have young people because we're teaching the young. It's okay to do this. It's okay. If you're a young boy and you want to be a girl, it's okay. That's what we're teaching the youth. And that's why we're having these problems that we're having. 
We're telling them it's okay. But that's what Jesus told us would happen. He said, just like it was in the days of Noah, it's going to be the same way. When he returns, when Jesus comes back, we're going to have the same problems. Even in the days of Sodom and Gomorrah, we're going to have the same problem. Go ahead, man. All the people from every quarter. Mm -hmm. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, where are the men which came in to thee this night? See, they're interested in the men. Men leaving the natural use of the woman. Doing that, working that which is unseemly. Now, this just don't even seem right. They have surrounded this man's house. Young and old, old and young. And they said, look, tell us where those men went. We want to know. What, what are they doing in there? Now, this had nothing to do with them. You know, this is a part of that sin that God spoke about. Busybodies in the matters of everybody else. You know, we suffer from this. It's a spirit. We're suffering from this. We have to find out what everybody else is doing. Who's, who's dating this person? Stuff that shouldn't even concern us. These are the things that God hates. Go ahead, man. Bring them out unto us that we may know them. Now, we have to understand the knowledge and the wording of the scripture. They said, bring them out so we may know them. Now, they're not talking about, I want to introduce myself. That's not what they're talking about. The know that they refer to is a sexual relation. Now, I want to make that clear. So before we finish this, Melvin, because somebody may not know this, and I want to make sure for anyone who's truly trying to learn something, I want you to see it. So he says, the people told them, bring them out unto us that we may know them. Now. Go back to Genesis chapter 4 and let's read verse 1. Genesis 4 and verse 1. We're coming back over here where we were. And Adam knew Eve, his wife. Adam knew Eve, his wife. Now, it's not just talking about he knew her name. That's not what it's talking about. Let's read what it says after that. And she conceived. And she conceived because he her now I know a lot of people Melvin I know a whole lot of people <laughs> but they didn't conceive because of that we're talking about a different thing here we're talking about a relation here they had relation that's what we're getting at so that's what we're talking about in Genesis 19 let's go back over there Genesis 19 and what verse where we at there? All right. All right. Let's read that one again. And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us that we may know them. You know, at nighttime, a lot of wickedness gets kicked off at night. That's when the fun truly begins. At nighttime, that's when we get kicked off from heaven. It's dark outside. It represents what's inside of us. And it's nothing but darkness. So they've surrounded this man's house at night. 
And they said, bring those guys out here so we can know them. Uh huh. And Lot went out at the door unto them and shut the door after him. Mm hmm. And said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Now, look at what he said. If he were talking about knowing their name, the man Lot wouldn't have responded this way. He said, look, don't do this wicked. Don't do this wickedness. This is wicked. This is transgression. This is sin. This is iniquity. He said, don't do this. Please don't do this. I'm praying. Don't do this. Go ahead, man. And said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Mm -hmm. Behold, now I have two daughters which have not known man. He said, look, I have two daughters. Two daughters. Two daughters. He understood that they were gay. So he said, look, I have two daughters. He brought his own daughters into this all because he didn't want them to do anything harmful to these angels. But now I'm persuaded. Now the Bible doesn't tell me this, so you don't have to believe this, but I'm persuaded that he already knew these people. I don't believe these were just some strangers that he's seen for the first time in his life. I believe he already knew these people. He knew how they were. So he tried this, but they weren't going to accept it. Go ahead, man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Mm -hmm. Only unto these men do nothing. For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. Mm -hmm. And they said, stand back. Now they've gotten upset. They said, get back, man. We don't want to hear that. They got upset when somebody he brought there. He brought his daughters into it. They didn't want a woman because they've already left the natural use of the woman. Having lust within their heart, burning. Lust for another man doing working that which is unseemly. And so God gave them over to a reprobate mind. God gave them over to a reprobate mind. Go ahead, Mel. And they said again, this one fellow came in to sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Mm -hmm. Now will we deal worse with thee than with them? And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. Now these folks tried to break down this man's door. These people tried their best. All because they wanted these men. This is wickedness. And this is the way that the world is headed yet again. It's heading there once again. And so I wanted to discuss this because I want us to understand right from wrong. Now, somebody might say, well, I don't see nothing wrong with it. But it's not about whether you or I see anything wrong with it. It's about what God sees wrong. It's not about, you know, I remember talking to someone and um, there was a, a feminine, a feminine guy uh, that we both knew. And the man said, I wouldn't even give him a ride to, to church. I said, now, you know, that's wrong. That's wrong because that's not love. Just because you love someone, that doesn't mean you have to agree with them. 
But now, if the person needed a ride, now that's love to give them a ride. How else do you think they're going to hear the word of God? Because you're not going to tell it to them. So they need to be in church. We all need to be there. So this person needed to be in church just as much as the other person. Just for feeling that much hatred towards a person that they wouldn't even give them a ride. And so that's the world that we live in. We'll hold a high standard for someone else, but for our own sins, though it might be a different sin, God looks at it equally. He's looking at those sins equally. So that's why I wanted to point out homosexuality was not the only sin and it was not the only reason that Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. There's, there is so much sin there, just like it is in our town. You can look at every town in the world, and it's Sodom and Gomorrah all over again. Because it's nothing but sin and iniquity. And God is looking for us to be transformed. Having a new mind, not being conformed to what the world says is right, but to have a new mind. So I thank God for you guys. I hope and pray that we would seek the word of God, seek his truth, not the things we want to believe, but what God tells us to believe, because it's not about Tony. It's not about you. It's about him. So, again, I thank God for you guys. And I hope and pray we continue to learn of him and what he has to say. So at this time, I will turn it back over into the hands of Melvin. Thank you guys very much. Hope you guys got something out of the message. We do have a, a few comments. Um, Casey says, praise the Lord, brothers. Praise the Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Sister Rosie also says, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord to you as well. Thank you as well for tuning in. And Kiara says, true. This is true. I'm not sure at what point she was saying it's true too, but um, the whole thing is true. And that's what the reason we get on here for is to spread, you know, nothing but the truth. Um, Cynthia says, amen. And thank you, Kiara and Cynthia also for tuning in. And that's all I see right now. So as always, leave a comment, ask a question, any concern, even if what we're saying you don't agree with. We, you know, we would love to sit down and not argue, but look at the scriptures and to, you know, come to the truth of it. Um, because especially with the message like this, not everybody likes to hear this. You know, we like to hear, you know, we can do what we want to do. I see it a lot of times in the comments on social media, on YouTube, no matter what, you know, when it even just on homosexuality, the the comment will be like, man, it's 2021. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> you know, I saw a picture the other day. And it said the question was, is having sex before marriage still a sin? And then the answer said, did God revise the Bible or something? <laughs> you know, God is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. We, we like to say a lot of things, especially like what we just talked about in Genesis. We know that's Old Testament. What what was mentioned in Leviticus that's Old Testament, too. A lot of people say that was just back in the day. You know, God created a new covenant. So none of that, none of that stuff matters. It's in the New Testament, too. 
you know, we come up with so many different excuses to try to justify our unrighteousness. And, and that's definitely not right. You know, I heard a great preacher say, how do you go in the bathroom at Susie and come out Timothy? And vice versa, how do you go in as Timothy and come out Susie? It's not right. We just read about that in Romans. That's the New Testament. That's still now if you only want to believe the New Testament. And these type of messages are not popular. Especially with the, you know, the time that we live in now. But like Tony mentioned earlier, the rapper pretending to be pregnant. There are a lot of people, a lot of men who want to go around in dresses. That's un unnatural, unseeming, unseemingly. But yet we want to do this. And that, and that goes for any type of sin. The Bible says the devil has deceived the whole world. Where it's just a whole, it's a whole bunch of deceived people. I remember. I used to um, have these short messages on Snapchat, and I remember saying that like the devil has a lot of people deceived, and I lost a lot of friends on Snapchat because of that. But you know, I don't really care to be honest. I know that sounds blunt, but you know the the word, the truth has to be told. <laughs> Thank you, Cynthia. She says, "Tell the truth." Um, yep, like I say, that is our goal. Because I would, you know, hate for God to give up on me. You know, even going back to the homosexuality thing, um, we say that God is love. God wants us to love everybody. Sure, but that love is not always marital love. Just because I love somebody doesn't mean I want to have a relationship with them as far as like boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever. God is love. And we should love everybody, but that doesn't mean we have to agree with their with their actions or anything like that. We can disagree and still be friends. And I and we can still love each other, but that love is not a marital love always, and that's what we can get, you know, confused on. But God is not the author of confusion. So I see that we don't have any further comments. It's my weekly reminder to you guys we do have Zoom Bible studies temporarily, hopefully. Only on Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We recently dropped the Wednesdays, but we might get those back. But for now, it's on Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We hope to see you guys there. So thank you guys for tuning in again. And as I always like to say, rejoice in the Lord always, because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies. Count it all joy. Count it all joy. And one more time, count it all joy again. There is reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm. So if the Lord blesses and says the same, we'll see you guys next Thursday evening with another topic coming straight from the word of God. You guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend. We'll see you guys then. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you.
also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always. Thank you.